Honey, I'm going out. I'll be back in a couple hours. You play Farmville and call yourself a gamer. You said awesome, and I said I hate it. Okay, so here we go. This is where this is where the extended knowledge comes in. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just staring at a wall somewhere. Can anyone afford Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> that's 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 surprising. I don't think a human could make those sounds. Yeah, well, you can do it though, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dean. Sorry, that was that really peaked out. I thought it was going to be funny, but it wasn't. Hi, I'm yeah. Dean. Yeah, I'm, I'm Paul. G'day, I'm Jason. <laughs> Welcome to Nerds Before Birds, the podcast where you'll find reviews, rankings, and general discussion on all good. things pop culture and film. Um, and history. I forgot the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and history. history this mm-hmm. week. It's going to be history related. Um, mm-hmm. So this week on the show to celebrate Anzac Day, we thought we'd take a look at the 2019 film Danger Close. The Battle of Long Tan, mm-hmm. which was directed by, and I'm going to mess this up, but Go for Chris Steeden? That's right. Stenders? That is absolutely 100% correct. Whatever. Mm-hmm. He's the director who <laughs> yeah. did uh, Red Dog. Yes, if Red, Red Dog Australian. Guy. Yes, yes. We could just call him Red Dog Guy. That would be much easier. The Red yeah. Dog Guy. The Red yeah. Dog yeah. Guy. RDG. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> this film is based on the Battle of Long Tan, which was the deadliest single engagement of Australian troops in the Vietnam War with go. a debated figure of casualties. Um, the official Australian figure of Australian soldiers killed is 18, mm-hmm. whilst the VC, like the Viet Cong, death toll was over 245. Mm-hmm. And according to... Um, basically the Viet Cong always carried their dead away and equipment from the battlefield. So it was really hard for anyone to get an official count. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they captured diaries and records from a nearby underground hospital, gave an estimate of Vietnamese death toll at 800. 800? So it's pretty, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Wow. Pretty, pretty wow. significant yeah. difference. But the, it's um, officially so, 200 or that's what they said. Well, well, that was what they counted on the battlefield before okay. the Viet Cong uh, actually okay. advanced and taken the dead bodies away, sort of thing. So, my goodness, yeah, it's one of those it's, engagements that's still marred in a lot of uncertainty. Even because mm-hmm. I was saying yeah. to Jason earlier, yeah. um, an Australian historian actually talked with members of that platoon mm-hmm. from the Viet Cong side. You know, in 2005, yeah. kind yeah, of asked right. him, like, you know, yeah. what was the go? What was the plan here? What was casualties like? And even they're saying, like, the numbers have still been overestimated, um, blah, blah, blah. Well, so it's like mm. no one knows and no one's ever going to know. No one knows. And, no. and as no. it stipulates at the end of this movie in the, like, credits bit, both sides yeah. declared victory. Claim both sides declared victory. victory. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. this is like, well, that's true. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. in a war where there really weren't many winners. But hey. Oh, yeah. No one won that war. That's it. Mm. But um, mm-hmm. this this battle in particular occurred on the 18th of August, yep. um, 1966, which is the reason we celebrate Vietnam Veterans Day mm-hmm. on the 18th of August, which. Organ. Kind of in retrospect, after I realized we were, were watching this movie, I was mm-hmm. like, we probably should have waited to August 18th to review this movie. But, <laughs> hmm. but it's it's still an Anzac movie, so yeah, so yeah it's still a play. And we've already we've already, but, we've already done 1917. <laughs> Can we release the that's, same podcast? That's not twice. an Anzac movie. No, I know, but it's it's you know it's, it's that war. Can, but yeah, could we release yeah. the same podcast twice and then yeah, just sure. change the ending? So in this one, yeah, we'll say the Aussies one. 
Hi, I'm Paul. This I'm so be- glad to be out of isolation. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe the sport on the weekend that yeah. happened? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sport. Wow. It was so good it was to see you guys face to face. After we wrap up this podcast, yeah. we're all going to meet up and have a schnitty. It's going to be great. Oh, it's I can't be wait. Fantastic. I'm going down the street and touching a random bloke's face. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's the usual thing, the usual anyway. thing you do. <laughs> he still thinks it's a gathering of two people. <laughs> so, what did you guys think of this movie? Like, uh, apart from like the historical side of things, yeah. what did you think as a movie? Did you like it, Dean? Um, I absolutely love uh, Aussie, like specifically low budget Aussie films. Specifically, even more specifically, you think this was low Australia, budget. Low budget. I couldn't find a budget for this. Yeah, it was thirty mil. It, uh, Where? Wait, yeah, but, wait, where'd you find that? It says on Wikipedia. Um, Wik- or 35. Wikipedia. 30 mil. 30 mil is pretty high for an Australian uh, feature. It, like, usually, you, like, it's about two to four mil for, for an Australian. Yeah. For, oh, for an Aussie really. film, yes. But for a war film, it is yeah. considerably Around the low. twist cost 100 million. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was just that was just for the pilot episode, right? That was just for the lighthouse. <laughs> Can't believe they actually built that. Apparently, it's still there. Home and away. They got absolutely no idea what the costs are. By the way, side note: if you get if you don't understand half the references and you're not from Australia, firstly we apologise, but secondly, yeah. hot damn, have we got some coming in? <laughs> yeah, I know, you right. better study wait, up wait, hard right now ex- on your Aussie slang. Should we explain what Anzac Day is no. for people? Of course. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, no, no. It's the day we celebrate Anzacs. It is. Jason, what are, what are Anzacs? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> no, no. Australian New Zealand Army. What, what is that? Actually, oh my God. Australian Army and Corps, New Zealand yes. Army Corps. Oh my That's God, it. Jason. <laughs> yes. You. Australian New Zealand Army chaps. <laughs> the Army uh, chaps. No, like the Army Corps. <laughs> Yeah, the army call. Yeah, yeah. so like dude. basically, yeah, great. yeah, I am I'm super <laughs> patriotic. No, like, I, I am, I am pretty patriotic. I, I, I yeah, <laughs> I have no, no evidence to support that. <laughs> that was claim. definitely a pause while I go and try and find some evidence <laughs> to support my claim. Yes. <laughs> wow, go find an Australian flag. Somewhere. Jason, what are the Anzacs responsible for in particular? Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, um, <laughs> we want specific dates. No, and World locations. War II. It's like World War Two is the main thing is it? that, um, like Gallipoli and uh, uh, kind of thing that we celebrate. Uh, World War Two Gallipoli. Interesting. <laughs> World War One. Oh, World War One. <laughs> World War One. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh my God. How fascinating. Tell me more about World War II's Gallipoli campaign. Yeah. It's when, it's when the Australians landed in the wrong war. <laughs> completely different war. But yes, no. Anzacs of the Australian New Zealand Army Corps who served in the engagement in Gallipoli. That was their first involvement together. Uh, yep. that was look up it, Gallipoli. Yeah. It's a very interesting war. Uh, uh, battle, sorry, not good, not good. But no, but yeah, lots it of, was one lot of those of stuff moments ups. where it was the, sort of the first strong showing of Australian yeah. troops and their resilience. So yeah, every uh, yes. yeah, twenty fifth of April, mm-hmm. we always celebrate. Yeah, you know, the history. As, of the as we were talking before this, um, Paul's like, yeah, it's the twenty sixth of April, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't recall that at all, Jason. Did that happen on air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't. No. I don't remember. I don't Apparently remember. Apparently not. Yeah, it's the 25th. Anyways, um, yeah, every year 25th. But it's <laughs> it's not just um, Gallipoli. It's um, it's all the Anzacs. So it's anyone that's actually fought yeah. throughout. Yeah. yeah, Like any any war sort of and thing from an Australian, including those that and New fought Zealand and, and Torres fell Strait. in this yeah. particular uh, campaign. Uh, it's long yes. ten. Yes, mm-hmm. long ten. Yes. Uh, oh my ten. goodness! So you you enjoyed this? Movie? I did. I did. Getting, and to clarify, yes. Yeah, so thirty-five mil, not like not 35 a thirty-five mil. They've this, gained thirty-five mil. They gained an extra, extra five, five mil. Million? Dean, are they still getting funding? <laughs> they are. <laughs> What? Do they have a Kickstarter? <laughs> Tell them that the movie has stopped. It is finished no, production. It's out. It's like, Turn it's, it's the Patreon off, guys. <laughs> 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 They're funding a sequel, as I speak. Oh, Danger Close, Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This whole podcast like is when, danger close. <laughs> yeah, I reckon because it's like when any joke gets too far, oh, we're, we're going to have to announce the name yeah, of the title close, of the movie. Danger close, danger close, danger close. Pull back, pull yeah. back. Um, Striking my yeah, target. Pull back. Um, um, so <laughs> they, yeah, okay. You can kind of tell, like, so thirty-five mil for a war film, not for an Australian film, yeah. but for a war film, that's pretty yes, low budget, yes. and you can kind of get, you kind of yeah. get the picture that it's a low budget film you're watching at the very start. You know when it takes like fifteen minutes to get through the opening credits of all the production studios oh involved. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yes, that I like. I literally had that in my notes. Yep. I had um, like how many logos are at the beginning of this mm. film? It felt like twenty minutes of just logos just at a the bit. very beginning. I didn't. Did Did you count them? Like there was like there were four or five, about ten, right? Uh, so at least uh, three. It felt yeah. like a lot. It felt like yeah, <laughs> it was more than three. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but, you know, um, that's what but, happens yeah. with low budget films, with specifically. Aussie films tend to happen a lot where multiple production true, companies yeah. have to band together and they have to like campaign to get funding for this from this company and then funding for this bit and yeah. pre-production yeah. will and post-production will be like this company over here. So we need to put your credits in there. Like even, yeah. even screen, yeah. screen Australia is one of the contributors, but I've been like screen Australia. About screen Australia. Mm-hmm. They don't like, they don't contribute 30 million. They might contribute max like what? Two. Yeah. Uh, if that, it depends yeah, exactly. on a couple of different. It depends things. on the grants. They have like a pre-production, yes. production, post-production yeah. grant. Yeah. You can apply for all of them if you want, but you can. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm curious. Their, yeah. their funding is curious, but I think mm. look yes. for the funding they had. They did a good job. They did a great job, and that's yeah. it. And oh yes, and to answer your question, I enjoyed this film, Jason. God damn I enjoyed, it. You yeah. enjoyed yeah. it. I did enjoy it. There. Um, I, <laughs> I was like, that's right. I didn't answer a question. Ten yeah. hours I, later, I did like. <laughs> and so that brings us to the end of this week's yep. podcast. I hope you enjoyed you the show. Thank you, guys. you like the I'm show. Glad, I'm glad I got to that point at least. Dean likes the movie. It's <laughs> good. That's it. That's all we got from this episode. Hi, um, welcome to Nerds Before Paul. Dean's Opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Dean's Paul, opinions before? Dean's opinions before yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. It's one of those movies. Like I, I genuinely enjoy war movies. I think mm-hmm. they're they're interesting. Yeah. I enjoy this kind of war movie where it is. You know, it definitely shines a light on uh, on Delta Company and mm-hmm. those guys. But it also yes. doesn't glorify. It shows just how garbage this war was mm, how horrifying yeah. the experience it's a mm. real movie mm. and I, I, I like yes. that and I respect the yes. movies plus also to be honest man like so many times through this movie it made me really really proud <laughs> I loved it I thought it was yeah. great I'm like yes yeah, Australians enough. let's get yeah. it go yeah. get in there well, I think, well, um, done, well done 
Thanks, mate. I was looking at an <laughs> interview <seconds>. with um, <laughs> Travis Fimmel and um, Luke Bracey, mm. and um, I, I don't know which one said it, but one of them said that any war film is kind of like an anti-war film. Yes, absolutely. It's, like, it's in, and it shows like the graphic nature of war. And, and it really like should that. be. And I think that's a, it. It kind of yeah, has and to it should be. be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause yeah. And I think that's accurate mm. for this. Like, it's, I think it's definitely anti and it's interesting when they, when they choose Vietnam for like this kind of a setting, mm-hmm. because this was the war that kind of gave the world a peek behind the curtain that is yes. real war. And it's what started the whole, like even in America, like the anti-war protests yeah. in America mm. because of Vietnam were humongous. Yeah, it was very yeah. much the first I time we got to see what war was actually like. As exactly. Opposed to- I think, um, yeah, in colour. In, in colour, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, like the thing about this though is like, because a lot of Vietnam vets, mm. many of whom were like conscripted, to go under the national services mm-hmm. scheme, yeah, um, which is, and then like that, that's yeah, that's like discussed about forced in the movie. into going, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, then they weren't welcome back home because yeah. of like the whole yeah, controversy around it, and and it's kind of really sad that despite the fact that they were forced into going, mm-hmm. and like it shouldn't it shouldn't really. They shouldn't be judged on that kind of thing. Mm, like no. the, the actual soldiers on the political that they were beliefs doing their duty around it, kind of thing. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's where like this kind of excels in highlighting just the people mm. in it. And although I did get the sense that everyone in charge was a bad guy, yep, kind of that's thing. true. Yeah. And also, yeah, like anyone um, that is not on the front line is considered a terrible person. Um, it's also my biggest criticism of this movie is, and I feel like it's the biggest criticism like that most people have with it. It it is pretty one-sided in the way it depicts the war and the battle. Um, you have these very like, like no faced Asian kind of, um, like the Vietnamese, uh, bad guys coming at them. And it's very one sided compared to soldiers. Well, they, but they're <laughs> soldiers. And it, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what, like, what, yeah, that's what it yeah. kind of uh, depicts. And it's so, like, compared to a lot of other Vietnam films, it's, it's a lot yeah. more one sided. Having said that, it is interesting what you say here because it's, it's just because it's kind of because it's a Vietnam War film. You do have that in your back of your mind. If this exact same story was in, say, a World War One or World War Two film, for some reason, we have a different mindset on those war films where yeah. it's yeah. like we're very yeah. happy to accept like, oh, they're fighting the bad guys. They're, <clears throat> it's a <clears throat> we're, we're happy yes. to accept I that it's so. more one-sided. Yeah. Even Absolutely. though it's a war film, it's war, everything was terrible about it. People were dying yeah. on both sides. And so like, yeah, and yeah. that's why I kind of feel like it's like it's a good film and I get the criticisms behind it, but it's very much a like – the, the criticisms are because of what we know from Vietnam, but we kind yeah, of ignore yeah. the fact that every war is pretty much the same story here. That it's just, it's disgusting yeah. on both sides and there are no winners True. in any war. Anyway, that's my feeling. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What did you think, Ace? What did you think? Do you think, um, like, do you think it's because kind of with World War um, Two, yeah. in particular, mm-hmm. Where Gallipoli, uh, yeah, like the allies are kind of like fighting fascism, whereas mm-hmm. in Vietnam War we're fighting communism. So it's kind of like it's not 
as defined? Like, is that kind of why do you think that people yeah. perceive I feel like, it? I feel like it, it is a lot. It's got a lot to do with what Paul was talking about as well, where this was the first war where we got to see what war was actually like. And it was at the same yeah, time yeah. that, you know, um, uh, free love, that kind of the 60s was going off and yeah, everyone yeah. was anti-war yeah. at that point. Um, and that's kind of like correlates directly to the fact that we got to see what was actually happening in Vietnam yeah. and what yeah. the American and you know, Australian soldiers were actually doing. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. we don't want to be seen like this. Part of this, yeah. yeah we don't want to have yeah. anything to do with yeah. it. But then you look at something yeah. like 1917, which is a World War One film, which we're very much yeah. more comfortable looking at it in a, like, you know, black and white, a lot more black and white than yeah. what this war film is. But that film yeah. shows how awful it is on both yeah, sides. Yeah. And then you kind of, like, get reminders, like, oh, Every war is the same, really. Yeah, it's yeah. just a lot of it's death really and a lot of death. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. that's my feeling. So, um, what did you think? Like getting back to this, what did I what think? Yeah, what did you think? Thank you. Yeah, um, what do you think? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Mm. I thought, um, like at, at the beginning of the movie, I honestly I started to go, "Oh, this is going to be really crap." Oh, really? Kind of thing in the very opening of it because i thought there was some just just some i i don't know it's hard to it's hard to sort of settle into the australian accent oh, sometimes okay. when you're watching a movie yeah it's so jarring like even even has an australian yeah. it's so jarring to like just just hear it, it. yeah and, was, um, yeah, hear, like, yeah when travis fimmel's like well when the when um was it Nui, Nui Dead or whatever? When the bass starts Nui getting shot, yeah. Nui Dead, when the bass starts oh, getting shot, it's like, fine cover, cover, gentlemen. And you're like, no, oh, take what? act, gentlemen. <laughs> Hang on a I second. think, yeah. 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 It gets better when yeah. everyone starts talking like that, but it's probably because we know him as Ragnar and we're not used to hearing That's true. His, his Australian accent sounds weird. Yeah, because we're not. It does. He sounds it like, does. do you guys know who yeah. Yvonne Strahovski is? No. Uh, she played. Uh, she played Sarah Walker in Chuck. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, I know so her. she's Australian. Yeah, yep. She's in a, she's yep. in a show called Stateless yes, at the yes. moment. Very good. Yeah. But yep. you hear her talking, and yeah. she has that weird Australian American hybrid. Just like her eyes are yeah, right. harder, yeah. and it's like it's it's, it's yeah. I think Travis kind of has something like that. But I'd say yeah. it's, I don't even know what his accent's mixed with. But right. I, I honestly, because I never watched much of um, Vikings. Oh, I, um, mate, you should. You were missing out. Yeah, I should. I know. I know. I always like to hear that. But um, <laughs> but I um, it's got a I better ending than Game of Thrones. Fully recognize him. Yeah. Mm. I, really? Has it ended? No, Has it finished? That's why it's got no. a better ending. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So I didn't reckon recognize him at first, and mm. at first I was like. He looks like a mustache away from Nick Offerman. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, I, I see like that. Fully yeah. like, I see that. Yeah. Do you see yeah, that? Fair yeah. Like, like, and I was like, okay, it's like jarring. And all huh. I could think is, like, yeah. Aussie. Yeah. You got Ron, Aussie Ron Swanson yeah. in a war film. Aussie yeah. Uh, Aussie, Aussie Ron, Ron Swanson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, Can you see that? Yeah. Like, um, unfortunately. I see it. I see yeah. it. Yeah. Cannot yeah. unsee but, um, that now. Yeah, there was, know, right? So there was a point, and I feel like it's like I get what you're saying, and it's because I did kind of I had to do a double take. Um, there was a particular yeah. line he says at the start where he's like, oh, "What is it?" It's like, "Mate, if your first response is to give me a cup of tea, then get out." 
That's right. <laughs> yeah. Leave the tea. Yeah. Leave the tea. <laughs> I, like, I yeah. thought it was funny in this. And I was like, hang on. Because I was just thinking like, because that was, um, because I was like, Ragnar's got an Aussie accent. That's a terrible Aussie accent that he's got. Hang on. Isn't this dude actually Australian? I had to do a yeah, double take Australian, Australian. Yeah, yeah. nationality. Victoria, yeah. that explains it. But, um, yeah, that's why it's weird. Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, there were so many. Like he, was, I thought he was really good in this. Was Travis Fimmel, like even the bit quirky. Yeah, towards yeah, the end was, where the two pry was like, "We're gonna die here" or whatever, and he just like lays and he was like, "Hey, go on, Sheilas." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Uh, I loved it. Um, yeah, it was. I really uh, sorry. What, I was gonna what, say, what you say one of the things for me. That hurt this film. Like I thought mm. Sandalone was a bit mid off. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest thing yeah. that I just couldn't get my head over. And I think it's, I blame Corridor Digital for this, oh, uh, no. but learning how to make a good muzzle flash. Oh, uh, yep. Right. And yeah. then you see like the muzzle flash, the only, like obviously the artillery cannons were real because, oh, yeah. Good lord. Oh, my cool. goodness. But oh, a, yeah. a two inch muzzle flash from an AK 47. No. Nah. Nope. I think there are nah. a lot of muzzle flashes <laughs> that I don't think were set to screen either. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't oh, pick up. On I was looking every single, every single time they yeah. do those like down the line shots as everyone fires. I'm like, nope, that one has no opacity. Uh, yeah. I nope, did, that was way too small. I did like the uh, the fire, like the crossfire the tra- from tracer rounds. Yeah, like tracer the crossfire cool. from the I like the Vietnamese, tracer like rounds just that um, flying like yeah, like freaking laser blasts coming around like everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a great way to tell. Like on a budget, it's a great way to tell that they're surrounded. Yes. You just start having yeah, sure. traces coming from everywhere. You're like, yeah. well, let's start. Like, yeah. Whoa. And um, the other thing is uh, a lot of slow-mo muzzle flashes that are definitely real in this. That was like, they've, they've used yeah. actual blanks. Yeah. They've used actual squibs. I like the practical effects happening. It's pretty fun. Good. Yeah. Mm. Some of the slow-mo was like, yeah. Towards the end, that, that when the, when the one ATF guys are opening up and it just like, everything just goes so slow mm-hmm. and you see, mm-hmm. you see the artillery go off and like, Oh, unreal. But then it's that really, really slow shot of all the Viet Cong advancing through yeah, the yeah, plantation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you just see the charges going off. <laughs> There is some I'd say nice that's where the, the budget had to have just gone there. 30 million in pyro. <laughs> that was 30 yeah, mil for that one, one shot. Phantom. Five minutes. <laughs> pyro actually, on a phantom camera. Let's see the breakdown of the budget. Yeah. It was 20 mil for that one shot. Um, 10 mil to get uh, <laughs> to get Travis Fimmel. And then 5 yep. mil for the rest of the film. There you go. That and makes like sense. 500 <laughs> for a, a vocal coach for Travis. <laughs> Um, Mate, you got to stop speaking <laughs> like a Viking. <laughs> no one gets it. <laughs> Richard, Richard Roxburgh yes. was doing this pro bono. Um, yes. uh, you reckon? Do you reckon you was? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> pro bono? <laughs> nah. So, like, I I always picture him as Dracula. Like, oh, why? Because of um, Van Helsing. That's like, his, <sighs> like, that's just... I know, it's I know, like, like he's good in like done. rank and stuff like that, but um, <laughs> but like he's he's the version of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Whenever I think of Dracula, that's who I picture. Yeah, is R- Richard Roxburgh. So um, oh wow, I uh, yeah, oh it's, wow, it's him or yeah, what? Oh, what, he was in League of Extraordinary Dracula? Gentlemen. Yes, he was. That's uh, as yeah, he, he was. He was. Yeah. Um, he was also in. Oh, Frig has been in everything, but particularly my He's favorite thing. Uh, one of my favorite Aussie things is Blue Murder. Blue Murder. Blue Murder. There you yeah, go. You've said that. Um, and I think I've probably yeah. mentioned this that <laughs> he is my yes. dream cast for like a dream actor to play the police chief in my screenplay in, in my yeah, film. Bronze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my cop drama. Yeah, he would. It's be, a little bit typecast. How will he feel when he doesn't get to see the cut? <laughs> what? 
Oh, you bastard. <laughs> You're such a... Wow. <laughs> so, no, no, no. I'm going to pay someone else like to see their performances. So, shut the hell up. <laughs> so, he plays... Um, so, he plays... Uh, Brigadier, 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 um, Brigadier, David Bridget Brigadier, 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 it's a Canadian so, Cold so, War film, Bridge of Deers. <laughs> so oh he plays Brigadier um, David Jackson and Matt Doran, who's a, he's also known as um, Mouse from The Matrix. Oh. Um, he plays Major Noel Ford. Wait, what? And right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. He, wow. Um, yeah, so he plays Major Noel Ford and Ford in 2006 – he told the Sydney Morning Herald that um, Brigadier David Jackson should Brigadier. not have been decorated. Brigadier. Did I say Brigadier? You said Brigadier. Yep, you did. Yes. I did. Yep. I did. Yeah. Brigadier. Brigadier David Jackson mm-hmm. should not have been decorated for personal leadership, but he should have faced a military inquiry. Wow. Um, because he Whoa. felt that um, he didn't assess the intelligence he was getting well and basically um, – yeah, well, like he was basically not doing a good job sort of thing. This film and definitely paints that picture yeah. for sure. <laughs> it definitely does. Yeah. It definitely does. Because I was wondering, like, I was thinking this, like, when, when I was watching it, I was like, the only time any of the Australian troops do anything good mm-hmm. is when they go out on their own against orders almost. defying Richard yeah. Roxburgh, for When sure. they're defying their, the orders. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Matt Doran... Mouse from The Matrix. Oh. He he also he also did some work for a guy that I know. Like he does some work from time to time for a guy that I know in Sydney that um, owns a custom timber joinery place, sort of thing. Yeah, so okay. they do like architecture and a bunch of things. So like he was saying, what the other? No. Uh, like I seen him at a um, at my niece's um, birthday party Ooh, like mouse? a few months ago. This guy, no, not mouse. Oh, damn it. Um, but the the guy that owns the the company that he was working for, so Mouse, the guy Mouse, yes, Mouse is an architect now. So Mouse is the architect. So he, he's an architect. <laughs> he literally <laughs> the architect. <laughs> <laughs> so like I think I think he does it like in between wow. like gigs. So Can you ask him what his job and- actually means? Because I didn't understand that from the movies. Well, what Mouse actually <laughs> uh, did? What is what, the architect? What, Mouse. He's just the architect. What does the architect do <laughs> again? <laughs> The or you just say words. Wait, the architect <laughs> or Mouse's job? Because I don't know. No, Mouse's, Mouse's job was to die. But <laughs> he wasn't even in that movie. He wouldn't even know. No, what I, know, I know. I know. I know, guys. <laughs> he gets gunned down when the glitch happens, yeah. and he has the two <laughs> massive shotguns, and he gets That's blown yes. away. Yes. Yeah. Great yes. scene. Oh my goodness! It was a great. That was one of the best deaths in that movie. It was like, epic. So good. Oh, the man. bit where he's just like, yeah. uh, and they so cut good. back to him. He's like, okay, let's go. Like, oh, mouse! Yeah. My so goodness. good. But yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you're good with those. Yeah, so no, you're not. <laughs> I was surprised to see him in this because I haven't seen him in anything. For well, apparently a while, you're, you're good mates with him. So yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not good mates with him, but <laughs> I know a guy that he want to be in a skit every now and again. <laughs> I well, I I said I said. To does he want to be in a like, police drama? Like, hey, does 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 he want to be on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! But, um, oh my god, yeah, does he want to be on a podcast? Right. Hang on, when are the anniversaries? Hang the on, Matrixes? question. He's an actor, right? <laughs> yeah. Does he do yeah. a good Ben Mendelsohn impression? <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you ask him? You can't. Next time you see him. Guys, have we got a surprise for you? We've got a well-known Australian actor who is also, well, he's Australian. It's Mouse from The Matrix 1. Wait, well, that would be a pretty good get for us. I'd bloody love to have him. I'd ask him all about The Matrix. I mean, I'm acting like we're too good for him, but. No, like for sure. We're not. We are so not. Okay. Here's six listeners. Whoa. Let's go real for a second. Here's how we get him. Okay. Thank you, mum. Uh, yeah. The, the age of 21. Your mum doesn't listen. We already established we that. Well, <laughs> the age of 21 plan. Plan. is so very plan. important. Oh, sorry, Dan. No, no. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. go, go. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, look, the Matrix turns 21 this year. 21's wow. a big, big birthday in America. We should celebrate that by having Mouse on the podcast. Nice. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you talk to your can you talk to the architect and see if we can have yeah, Mouse? I'll talk to the architect and see if we can have the <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> oh, anyway, so the wow. getting well, back to her. this movie that we're doing. Honestly, I did not oh, expect yeah, to talk about the Matrix at all on this podcast. <laughs> you should always be prepared yeah. to talk about did the Matrix. Even, did you guys not know that that was Mouse? No. Like, no, because Jason they're not good mates with him. So. Last time I saw him, he was wearing no, all no, black. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, let's get into this movie. Also, okay, so we've got Nicholas Hamilton, which is um, he plays Henry Bowers, in, which is the, the bully from It Chapter 1. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he looked oh, like I, I knew I knew him from somewhere, but I couldn't, couldn't picture where it was and he's also in um a movie called captain fantastic which is really underrated he plays um private noel james in this so he's like the the best mate with um david webber's uh, daniel webber's character um who is based from based like he's actually from gosford daniel webber so how do you know him yeah so i don't know him what architect um, i know know him I don't know him through any architect <laughs> okay. friend, but w- you could get his dad to um, remove a tree from your house if you wanted to. Oh um, <laughs> so, so, we need to have all um, these numbers of all these private businesses in so, like, LinkedIn so, description. His dad owns a, a tree removal company on the Central Does Coast. Does he want to be a sponsor? So, yeah. I feel like we're just trying and to collect sponsors right he, now. So Daniel Weber was really good in a fantastic mini series, like a um, Home and away. like a what do you call it? Like it was, it was a mini not series. a mini series. What? No, Are you talking about eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, yeah, eleven twenty two sixty three. Right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays wow. Lee Harvey Oswald. He was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Cool. He was so good in that. He was awesome. So good in that. I like this guy. I actually thought That's, he was one of yes. the, the better actors in this movie. You know, look, he, oh, he's uh, fantastic. Yeah, I was hoping they wouldn't do he, what they did, but you knew, like, you knew it was coming with his character. Mm. Oh, yes, it. I didn't. I didn't yes, know that it was, was coming. To be honest, I didn't. You did. I, think, I thought I was like, well, yeah. as soon as they start making a connection, I'm like, oh, don't do this. As soon as they start going into his, <laughs> yeah, home that's life, fair. Yeah, yeah. But then like, I was thinking, oh, they're celebrating them. It's a true story, though. Like, I mean, Private Paul Lodge is the character that he plays, and that obviously did happen to him yep. and that's it's a tragedy True. really 21 because he's so young um and obviously but, you need to um, pay respects in that in the appropriate point but it, it did come off did. as a little bit cliche in a little bit the form cheesy, of cheesy yeah. in the form yeah. of like you know we we're used to this kind of story telling 
Um, yeah. Yes. Which is unfortunate. That's true. But yes. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. It did actually happen. Yeah. But like Daniel Weber as an actor, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought he was probably the my favorite thing in 11, 22, 63. Yeah. Like he was like so good mm-hmm. in that. Have you seen that, that, that miniseries? I've seen thing? the first three, four episodes maybe. Yeah, right. I haven't finished it. So do All not right. tell me what happens. But yes, he plays a very good Lee Harvey oh. Oswald. Um, what he does. what he happens does. to yeah. him? Hmm. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder <laughs> how that ends. I wonder. If you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> I haven't actually seen 11, 22, 63, but boy, howdy, does this guy still no. look familiar? Hang well, on. in that case, that I, oh, sorry, Dean, please. <laughs> you say what you're going to say, and then I'll, I'll, I'll respond. Well, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. In that case, what do I know him from? Well, then you'd obviously know him from his, uh, his nine episode stint in the 2015 series of Home and Away playing Ryan Kelly. Oh, nice. Obviously. Wow. Yeah. All these guys, um, all these guys are like on Home and Away. Right? Yeah. Like, this this movie was literally sort of- a who was from Home and Away, who was from Neighbors, <laughs> yeah. and who once appeared on Round That's, the Twist. This was, um, yeah. I, think, I think the the working title for this was Where Are They Now? And Where are they now? <laughs> Home and really far away. An Australian away. story. No <laughs> 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 um, neighbors away from home. Okay, so should we get into this yes, story please. in general? Like, so I I had to do a bit of research into this because I was like, you know what? I want to know a little bit about how the Australian army. Surprised you didn't know already. So, like, no, I surprisingly <laughs> I didn't know. So the six mate. RAR, which is um, the Royal Australian Regiment, mm-hmm. is an infantry battalion. Mm-hmm. In that battalion, you have four companies, mm-hmm. which is A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. So Delta Company is the one that we mainly focus yep. on. Each company um, has three platoons within the company and a company headquarters. So it's then divided down into another four yep. sections, which is you have platoon um 10, 11, and 12. And HQ. And um, then the headquarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. HQ. Mm-hmm. 4, 1, 4, 2, so, 4, 3, and then 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the 11 company had advanced and 10 and 12 were coming around, right? Like 12 was coming around the side, 10 advanced. was coming up at the rear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and so 12 tried to get around, but they got pinned down mm-hmm. well, and not, lost communications. Not to skip over, because we're, we're sort of diving into it, but the yeah. Nui Dat headquarters got shelled. Uh, they yes, tracked the coordinates that's true. That's how this movie yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the following day, yeah. Bravo Company was sent out to assess the area because the mm-hmm. the one, uh, what were they called? Sorry. Uh, the, the one, yeah, the one ATF, which is the New Zealand uh, task, the, the first Australian task force, these were the artillery guys from yes. New Zealand. They actually yeah. shifted oh over. Yeah. Interesting story about these guys because they were uh, originally under US command with really? the 173rd yeah, right. Airborne, and they were asked if they wanted to stay with the yeah. Airborne or integrate into 1ATF under the 101st Battery Royal Australian Artillery, and they did. And boy, yeah, how yeah. did they come in clutch in this movie? And they and in the real oh, fight, yeah, trade, sure. and they they are <laughs> yeah. how cool they're these sick, guys. They're so these cool. guys are yeah, awesome. Just like um, yeah, just so buff Kiwis sending shells down oh my range. Gosh. But yeah, so so Bravo goes out. The movie itself begins though with this like leftover Hans Zimmer score from like Interstellar. Did you notice that? It it began with a plagiarized score of the Halo theme song. 
<laughs> is that what it sounds like? I listen to, to them both at the same time. Like you have absolutely just flogged Halo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Her like, little well, that little or, like her little vocal line is the Halo theme song. Yeah. To the to the, ne- yeah, to the right. letter. Wow. Well, so it begins with a lawsuit. Yes. It begins with <laughs> plagiarism. So as all good war yeah, films so, do. Yay. <laughs> um, it's all right. Yeah. Um, so so as you're saying, like there's the mortar attack, mm-hmm. yep. which um is uh mortar shells coming down on New Dad. Mm-hmm. Um pretty crazy. Then the next day, B Company is initially sent out mm-hmm. to investigate but yep. return to like no contact finding nothing. They basically find that the the mortar launching site had actually been successfully destroyed, shelled and um and it, there was like just blood and that there. There's like no it, bodies or they anything. They were incredibly the accurate, those guys. There. For sure. Yeah, they were very mm-hmm, accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, a little too So accurate. then- You don't have to be that D accurate company when you've got five artillery cannons. You can't just <laughs> aim at a general area and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is true. <laughs> I mean, those shells true. are big. Oh, yeah. That's this is very so true. true. Mm-hmm. Um, so then D Company was sent out, which D Company had 108 troops. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they encountered, I think it was six um, Viet Cong in- the um, rubber plantation. Yeah. So initially, which was they is yeah. it is it only six? It looked like more. It was this. initially six. It was six or eight. Okay. But um, but like they didn't. I like from what I could find, it, they weren't sure whether it was six yeah, or eight because okay. they they ducked away. But the thing that they didn't realize is that they were wearing a green uniform uh-huh. and the Viet Cong. There was like they were divided up into three different factions. Yep. From what I could. Gather. So they had the guerrillas and then they had the local army and then they had the regular army from like the military zones mm-hmm. that were based north of Nui Dat. Um, and so they all wore different uniforms, like the guerrillas would wear just like a black sort of outfit, mm-hmm. whereas the the local army would wear something else and then the regular army would wear their green uniforms. Okay. And what they when they first encountered the six guys, they they didn't take note that it was a green uniform and they pursued them, mm-hmm. but they basically just ran into all the rest of the troops yeah. because they realized that the whole whole lot of them had come down yeah. sort of thing to, to actually um, now, have an attack on New Dad. How accurate is this portrayal in this movie? Was it when they were crossing? Because it's basically like a, just they're crossing the road at the same time that yeah. the Vietnamese are crossing from, as well. And they're just like, one of the guys it, sees them and starts firing. Is that well, pretty it does, I mean, It does, like, in sort of the, I guess in the summary, it does say that 11 platoon clashed with the Viet Cong squad. I'd say it's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, it, I, it, it is accurate. Mm, I, okay. I looked up, so I, uh, before, before this, um, after I watched the movie, actually, yeah. one of the producers, Martin Walsh mm-hmm. of the movie, mm-hmm. he also oh, produced Walshy. a 2006 documentary, I read The Battle that. of yeah. Longtan, so. which was mm-hmm. narrated by Sam Worthington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked that up and I actually watched a little bit of that and they did talk about running into these guys, yeah, but right. not, and this is where I got the information about the green uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, yeah, they didn't, they didn't register that it was, the real army, basically, right. like when you break it down into the sections and not just the local local troops mm-hmm. or the um, the guerrillas kind of thing. Um, and 
and had they realized that, they would have realized that they probably shouldn't have advanced. They should have waited for everyone else to come. Oh yeah, kind of or formed um, like reformed, come come back, kind of like yeah, regrouped, regrouped and, then, and built yeah, their defenses and, then, and get yeah, ready exactly. for the um, massive attack that was coming. Exactly, mm-hmm. but um, what I found out also is that. Obviously, um, rubber trees aren't native to Australia, and it, this was filmed in Queensland. Yeah. So the production team had to like decorate a bunch of trees to look like a rubber plantation, and they did this by cutting into the trees and hanging buckets to reflect the process that's called tapping. Yeah, which is where right. the trees are drained of the latex. Yeah. Um, from the tree, which right. I never even knew. Like I like I I suppose it's one of those things you just don't think about. Yeah that rubber comes from trees like it's just and like latex itself comes straight from trees like it does sound made up i never even thought about that it does sound made Mm -hmm. up yeah it does and even when i was like when i was watching like some of this documentary and they kept talking about the rubber plantation Mm -hmm. i was like what 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 is a rubber plantation (laughs) never even knew they they were a thing plastic garden that's basically what it is it's just you know yeah yeah, basically yeah yeah. yeah. play, play garden Playground, that's what it is. So, yeah. Mm. So, 11 Platoon advanced Mm -hmm. and then they basically got completely out in um, no man's land and um, surrounded by the Viet Cong. Oh, my gosh. Who who pinned them down completely. Mm -hmm. And at this point, um, 12 decided to try and come around. Mm -hmm. And 10 10 decided to come around. Right? No, ten um, was trying. Was it ten? Ten was flanking, yeah, because twelve was with twelve was with HQ. Oh. Um, right. Ten was, like- <laughs> ten was flanking. Yeah. yeah. Ten also their radio goes I down think, straight away. I think we away. need to give this part to Paul because Paul loves this. I kind think of, so. Yeah. And he's good it's at this so stuff. Good. So, <laughs> so yeah. Take it away. So man. eleven. Eleven's pinned by yep. uh, heavy small yep. arms fire. They call in and H- uh, four sends a, uh, ten to flank them. They're going to try and hit them from the side, relieve the effort a little bit. They also then start to get pinned. Uh, the radio goes down straight away. And Oof. the danger of this kind of combat is because they're constantly shelling the area, you can't move. If you mm. move without a radio, yeah. there's a hum- there's a massive chance you're going to get exactly. caught yep. and dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they hold and basically they hold that hold that location. They're still kind of pinned, but they hold. Um, whilst Eleven is getting really picked apart, they're starting to run out of ammo. Uh, a call comes back from Eleven saying, you need to drop artillery on our position. Otherwise, they're going to kill us. Uh, this is a great chance of wiping these guys out as well. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what oh they do. Oh, my um, gosh. That was rough. That was really rough. And so Travis Fimmel's character makes that call, right? Yes, like, and everyone's just like, they do not like, no one's like, I do not want to, you know, take this, like take the responsibility of this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take it. Um, Cause it was, it was oh. request via extreme desperation from who's the head of, head uh, of 11, 11. Eleven's head 11. was. Let me find him. Uh, it wasn't him. So he he in desperation calls was like was it, fire was it on Buick? Um, Buick? Hmm? Sergeant Bob, Bob Buick. Buick. Yeah, okay. Sergeant Bob. Yeah. Buick. So yeah. he's like in his desperation, he's like fire on us, like fire. This on scene made me yes. feel really bad for um, uh, for what was his name? I'm so sorry for Bombardier Ray Nagati Nagati. 
apologies if that's incorrect, the guy who's leading the artillery, like, because they can hear everything that's happening and they're now being ordered to bomb... Uh, bomber platoon. That's yeah, I mean, that's even that yeah. alone is he he easily could have just said no, I'm not doing it. He's the guy that's yeah. head of the mortars. Mortars is that it? Artillery can artillery can yeah. Technically Sorry. guns. They are guns. guns. Yeah, big okay. guns. With big guns. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, massive guns. He is yeah. awesome. And man, you can you definitely can tell like he is distraught when he's doing it. If like, you oh actually, geez. if you look up photos of um of like the the one ATF mm. artillery squad. Damn near spot on. Yeah, right. Just a bunch yeah. of absolutely tank Kiwis not wearing <laughs> shirts and yeah. just delivering. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, anyway, so 11 gets shelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, it's it, no one is happy about this. Mm. Um, there's a bit of a conflict between- uh, They've lost comms. Private Large, Private Large and Harry Smith, Travis mm-hmm. Fimmel's character. Um, yeah. Yeah, large things. And throughout this movie, they've all sort of painted uh, Travis Fimmel's character as someone who doesn't really give Harry a crap. Smith, yeah. yeah, Harry yes, Smith as yeah. someone who doesn't give a crap about his unit. And it's mainly because he kind of like they they sort of paint him as a guy that he only cares about people that legitimately enlisted, not people that were conscripts, because yeah. yeah. he felt that they didn't have what it took. To, That's what people say about to him. Be there, anyway. but, and also he, yeah. Seems like he wants out. There's that scene where he's asking to be transferred to have a promotion. So, like, he, yeah, did, the he doesn't I want to be babysitting conscriptors. From what I was, like, looking up, mm. I think this is mostly just this sort of part of the storyline is mostly dramatized. made up. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, like, completely dramatized because mm-hmm. I, I feel like um, from what I was reading mm. and that about him mm. as a character, he was very devoted to his to his um his group kind of thing. And yeah. he, he like, he'd do like crazy stuff that like everyone would like all the other leaders would be laughing at him because he's like dragging them out to do like 13 K yeah. runs and stuff like that. When everyone's just lying around waiting mm-hmm. for something to happen. Yeah. And he was like keeping them prepared and kind of thing. And I think that's why they felt like they were pretty successful. Yeah. yeah and the, there's least. definitely a bit of a, like the, that's all mentioned in this, how like they are the number one, um, Basically, yeah. team. There's also, I feel like this bit was their script writers giving him a bit of a, a bit of a like, hun, a, yeah, well, I was, I was just going to say like a Han shot first kind of redemptive story arc where he like starts out the dude that I don't care about anyone but me. But then it's like, no, his heart is massive. And yeah, yeah he's goes through a lot of turmoil in this movie because he just cares about his men, especially mm. at this point when he makes the call to defy all his orders and yes. to yeah. say, like, literally, screw you. We're going to go and rescue. Yeah. Uh, we're going to yeah. rescue Eleven. That's right. Because yeah. they, because he gets yeah, yeah. ordered to, to withdraw. Yes. Yes. And then Eleven, he's like, no, nah, I'm not leaving anyone behind. Yeah. Eleven's yelling out that, you know, they haven't engaged another company. They've engaged a battalion. Yes. And the battalion is between, yeah. you know, they say it's between 300 to 1,000, but I think later oh. reports say that there was two battalions advancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's lots, of, there's lots of theories as to why that battalion was advancing mm-hmm. and why yeah. they engaged D company. But I think the most... Like, I think they were attempting to take on Nui Dat mm-hmm. and they just, they yeah, just ran it. into that Delta. That was basically it. So from what, again, from some of the stuff that I could come across, um, they wanted to wipe out the Australian um, base and 
pretty much insult them into leaving. Mm. Yeah, like like leaving the war, um, which is also why. And so, um, Richard Rock- Roxburgh's character and all that, they're like, you know, we're not sending reinforcements. We have to reinforce yes. the base because that is what they're after. Yes, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so it's estimated that it was about 1,500 to 2,000 <sighs> Viet Cong soldiers that they went up against. Mm-hmm. So 108 troops. But to be kind of fair, like they did have artillery support. So, yes. so they're kind of like... They're them, and then they got like some massive gun boys. Some really <laughs> nice <laughs> entertainment as well. Back in the back at base, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was um story. That was actually true because mm-hmm. the 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 um I figured as much. I can't even. What was the band that came in uh, at the time? Doesn't matter. Little Patty. Yes, it really does. Little, little Patty. She was one of them. Was it Little Cole Patty? Joy and the Joy Boys. Cole Joy and the Joy yeah. Boys. Oh my goodness! So that literally was happening remember on those that guys? day when they got sent out, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> Classic music. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So, so many hits. Um, um, D Company was also awarded the Presidential Unit Citation, mm-hmm. which is the highest U.S. award to a unit for gallantry. Wow! Yeah. Um, and it's one of two ever awarded to Australian forces. There you so go. Yeah. That was, yeah. Interesting. Something that I came across as well, but um. Yeah, so basically they have no contact with eleven nope. platoon because they've just they've just um, yep. bombed them and they're not sure what's happened. Control is so saying they kind of think that they've lost everything. Yeah, control yeah. is saying eleven's um, dead. Yeah, we, there's no and head, headquarters. Headquarters is calling them back because they've en- obviously because they've engaged a Viet Cong uh, battalion. Yep, they're like they're obviously coming to Nui Dat. Fall back. We're gonna we're gonna shore up here and we're gonna defend. Uh, this yeah. is where and. and no. Harry Smith is like a hell you can no. stuff your orders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either either we all Which, come back or no one comes back. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. And I think was it at this point or before this point that um that he asked for um for ammunition after to be brought out after okay because um because again we get more Australians that's defying right. orders because they're Wait, told no, that they're not no, gonna that's because he defies, he has, I think it was before, before. before comes after yeah. he says no nah, because then he has they're the saying nerve. we're not yeah. giving you ammo yeah he has the nerve Come to back. defy yeah. orders and then request for assistance <laughs> which is so bold <laughs> yeah. I love and it. then the response yeah. is yeah. no. We told no. you, come back. <laughs> come back. Come yeah. back. Yeah. Um, You're not and getting then anything. someone else defies orders. I mm-hmm. can't I, I can't remember who that was. I I know it's here somewhere. Oh my but, gosh. Um, and I love I yeah. love this argument that happens back at the tent where he's yeah. going, yeah. Oh, you don't need to like it's like, oh, I'm the head of um I'm the head uh, of my aircraft. Uh, I'm, I yeah, can I'm make tactical decisions. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, in the field. Like, yeah. you're not yeah. in the field. In the so field, I can't, yeah. I can't uh, yeah. sanction someone to go off. It's like, you don't have to sanction me. I'll go and I'll volunteer. I'll do it. It's like, yeah. no, no, I'm in charge. It's like, well, I'm in charge of my own aircraft. <laughs> I'm gonna so this is, uh, this I is, is flight, and I was like, yeah. Flight Lieutenant Frank Riley <laughs> and Flight Lieutenant Bob Graydon. Yes. And, and this is right. This is legit. This is what wow. happened. Um, it's like, like really? the specific yeah. line is, is like, I have the, uh, I have the power to make uh, my own tactical decisions while in, um, while in the field, and there's like, well, you're not in the field. Yeah, I just pause. And it's like, I'll be, yeah. I will be in ten minutes. Oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I will <laughs> yeah. be in ten. Volunteers like, oh, only. Um, yes. but no, this is this is real. So, the two mm-hmm. Hueys uh, did actually airdrop ammunition to D Man. Company. 
Yeah, but did that conversation take Probably place? Or, I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know. Then, uh, the, 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 that's the thing. History doesn't, re- doesn't write those conversations down. So no, it's, it's up to the people that had them. It's just a long them. string of insubordination yeah. or... They're like, okay, what, let's protect, let's protect D Company. We're going to drop some ammo in. It's it also I was like, how do they get anything done if everyone's so <laughs> like, like everyone's like defying orders? Like, yeah, I'm yeah, sure post war they all had a sit down. Yeah, it probably <laughs> yeah. also yes. like comes down to like who you actually ask about what happened. Like yeah, this guy true, defined yeah. the orders in his head. He's probably like, oh. I wish I said oh, I will be in 10 minutes. That would have been great. And then he goes and tells yeah. the people, the writers, like, oh, you know what I said? You know what I said? I totally said yeah. this. But then they correlate <laughs> that yeah, with, yeah. with the air command and they're like, he didn't say that at all. He just left. <laughs> yeah. He goes, no. He so said who knows if it's embellishment or not, but it was yeah. great. It's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's one of those moments like it just keeps showing the, oh, even just like the conversation when they drop the ammo wins, like bloody spot on, mate. Well done. <laughs> and you're like, oh, go, I love it. <laughs> Load up. It's so patriotic. I was. Patriot, so, I was, yeah. I was feeling so patriotic throughout this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they so, arm up uh, mm, and they, they send. They do. Ah, crap. Is it so 10 Private Paul Large, he, he, um, at 12 does get sent through, but Private Paul Large actually leads them through because he's That's worked right. out a way to get he's to 11. And he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I've scouted a location. And he goes to, um, Harry Smith and he says to him, okay, mm-hmm. um, I know a way to get through. And, and he's again, like, okay, you can take 12. Again, Travis Fimmel's yeah. response is like, it's almost classic Ragnar and it's really cool. He's like, Say that again? What? What, what, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? How do you know to... How do you know? Again, someone defying mm-hmm. orders, like he's meant to be exactly. that way. Literally. Subordination goes every all time, up the chain. Yes. It does, it does. And it's the only way that they get anywhere in this movie. It, yeah, it's, it's, like, right. it's like, if you want to get anywhere, that's done. if you want to do the right yeah. thing, defy orders. Defy orders. Yeah, break <laughs> the rules. command yeah. is just suggestions. It's more like guidelines. That's it. It's right. Yeah. One of my favorite um, characters. I'm going to call them characters, even though it's not. I know it's based on a real person. No, no, that's fair. But um, Sergeant Patty Todd. Patty, um, yes, like fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was researching, so he didn't get blown up. That was a bit more dramatic, but he still did get shot in both feet. And crawled more than three hundred wow. yards to safety during the battle, Unreal, which is insane. Wow. That like like that kind of like yeah, just insane. So that actually happens after twelve gets up to eleven company and finds the survivors yep. and brings them back. Mm-hmm. And he he's carrying one person back and gets um, shot and and falls down. And um and they they all think he's dead and they sort of retreat back to HQ, but um. But then he crawls out, kind of thing. Uh, like I, ten minutes later, or something. I like was that. looking it's into just, this yeah. guy, and I, I've realized looking into this that he is basically a professional soldier, not in a, mm. not in a legitimate sense. He's a typecast soldier because he played <laughs> a British soldier <laughs> in Pirates of the Caribbean, yep. uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, or whatever. Oh, no way. Some crap. He played Popeye in Hacksaw yeah. Ridge, oh, um, and then right. he was also Paddy in Dench Close. No way. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This, That's great. This movie did remind me a little bit of Hacksaw Ridge because of like so many Australians playing like True. the the um the soldiers in that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because that was filmed here yeah. as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, Mel Gibson um, directed it, right? And yeah, filmed here. Yeah. 
Um, I have a fun story. Apparently, my brother or my brothers ran into yeah. both weirdly Andrew Garfield and um, Emma Stone. No, not Emma Stone. Oh. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> um, it was at a Mumford and Sons concert. Um, they uh, oh wow. uh, They saw Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and my brother apparently, according to him, was in the queue, like in a candy bar line with Vince Vaughn. And everyone Baller, was like, really? what the heck are these guys doing here? They were there because they were currently oh, yeah, shooting. Oh, yeah, because he was Axel in that Ridge. movie. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were. I, I completely <laughs> forgot he was in that movie. Apparently, they were both there <laughs> by invitation through Carrie Mulligan, who's really good friends with Andrew oh, yeah. Garfield, yep. who's married to Mark, uh, Marcus Munford. Wow. So they were like hanging out backstage. Wait, Hang wait, on, Andrew wait, Garfield wait, was married to Marcus Andrew Munford. Andrew, Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was oh like, wow. God. I was just like, hang on a second. Have we just had our first breaking news? Yes. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> Paul and Jason Andrew can't Garfield. hear anything. That's uh, <laughs> oh no! You said it. Wait, weird, wait. Dude. We should. You said you it. 100% weird, you hundred percent said that yeah. wrong. Yeah, you did. I don't know. Sure. You go back and listen to the record. I think people will. can make. <laughs> people are also gonna be like, will, hang on a second. I didn't know he was gay. Andrew Garfield is friends with Carrie yeah, Mulligan. Exactly. That's it. Carrie Mulligan is married to Marcus Munford. Wait, Andrew Garfield. Oh, I thought Shut up. Was, was still together. <laughs> yeah, I thought Andrew Garfield was married to Oh, when did you hear Mufford. that? Okay, well, yeah. I didn't know he was yeah, married to that. When did when did when did him and Stoney break up? Hmm? When did him and Emma Stone break <laughs> <Shut> up? Emma <laughs> Stone. <laughs> they they've been broken up for ages. It was about the time that he met Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> the first time he heard that banjo, he knew he was hooked. <laughs> yeah, he's laying up. No. I will be your he's, son. He's like, Emma, this is not going to work. I heard a banjo today. It's, it's just, it's not. Your it's, lack of facial hair just you. pleases me. <laughs> yes. Oh, 2015. I've been broken up for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah ages it. He ago. will not wait for ago. her. Um, but he'll <laughs> wait for one for the there you go. Um, ah. So, yeah. What what I found weird about this movie is that the weather kind of reflects the mood of the main character. Did you realize yes, that? It, it's like a, it rains when it he's sad. rains when he's sad. And then it's sunny when there's like hope or it's happy kind of thing. Yep. Like, I was like, yeah. yeah it was. It's, Did you know it's, it's, it's it's a a that? It um, got sunny before they started to push. Because he was happy. He wasn't though. Yeah, I'm about to get overrun the by the Viet Cong. No, but it was like all the hope kind of thing. Like, and then there was like a lightning strike when the armored yeah. company was rolling out. You're like, oh, there's turmoil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everything Jason, reflected. It. Yeah, it was, a bit, it was. I didn't know. Slightly I, cheesy I just thought rain. it was a bit on the nose. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I was thinking it's cheesy. Slightly but, yeah. cheesy rain, um, but it did actually rain. And that's the thing. It did actually rain in this battle, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Did it? Uh, that, yeah, well, it was monsoon or yeah. whatever, so like it makes sense. Yeah. But um, but it was just very well timed for the plot oh, of the movie. It always Dean, is. Um, not to harp on about it. Yeah. Who, who was the married woman in the in the chat about Mumford and Sons? Was it Andrew Garfield's wife <laughs> or Mumford's wife? Carrie Marcus Mumford's wife. What? Carrie Mumford. Okay, cool. Because I'm doing, I'm doing this quick research, and I'm like, 
Hang on a second, Andrew Garfield's not married. I, Andrew, no, I, Andrew Garfield is good friends. <laughs> He's still, He's still, look, I, still I went down another rabbit hole. I'm sorry, carry on. Anyway, so yeah. what happens is twelve so goes and gets poor. eleven. <laughs> Yeah, um, twelve they, goes gets eleven, brings them back, them back to yeah. HQ. Thank God. Um, everyone regroups at HQ, and they're gonna like have their final. Assault. Are they calling an air an air an air raid? Do uh, they? No, they airdrop. do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're bombing them. An airdrop? They're bombing them. Okay. <laughs> An airstrike. Yeah, airstrike. that's the word. An airstrike. Uh, they, yeah, they've got <laughs> seven drop. kills. They get a, they get an airstrike. <laughs> I, um, have you ever seen that movie called Dumbo Drop? Operation, Operation Dumbo, Dumbo drop. drop. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. That that always like, wins. When you said airdrop, I was like, they just mm-hmm. king of they're just like dropping usually. elephants on them. <laughs> It's a new kind of uh, warfare. There is, <laughs> it's like it's, there is a game. They die from confusion. Oh, Imagine if they just drop a crate of tigers. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. what fresh hell is this? <laughs> you got like the Tiger King riding it down with his like, <laughs> like riding one of the tigers down onto the battlefield. Oh, yeah. um, there is. Have you guys ever? Have you guys watched Tiger no, we King haven't. yet? No, but so I'm, I'm so hesitant to Weird. watch it. Because it looks too weird, but everyone keeps going on about it. Is how stupid. I'm, like, it I'm hitting yeah, a point where I want to. Really, too many people are telling me to do it, so now uh, I don't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth well, it. Like, screw it's you, really Jason. We're going to do it. it. I'm going to watch right? it. Yeah. Stop you, man. You're welcome. <laughs> are you telling us to watch it, or are you telling us not to watch it? I don't know. He's playing. He's I'm telling bluffing. you not to watch it. <laughs> okay. Reverse, no, reverse psychology. No, yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually don't think you should watch it. It's not worth it. Like, really, just like look up a synopsis. It's not worth wasting your okay. time. It's so overrated. It's just like because we, we have so little time these days. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. No, seriously, <laughs> it's true. But I could buy a bloody yeah, tiger. Thanks, thank you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. thank you for Two the grand. heads up. Thanks for the heads up, Jace. I think yeah. I'll watch it now. It's um, like you could you could literally look at five meme memes and you would know exactly what happens in the whole wow. like series. Can you send them to us? It's like it's. Yeah, send I'll, us, I'll find send them. us the plot points <laughs> I'll put them through in meme. order. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Through meme form. What I was gonna say before is um. There's a game that we yeah. we've, we've played this several times before. Um, the describe your last dump, your last toilet stop, with a movie title, yeah. um, and literally yeah. every time somebody, uh, every every time someone wins that game by saying Operation Dumbo Drop, it is it is the perfect. No, I I, oh, I disagree the, with that. I, was, I feel like that's too easy. Yeah. That is so like well, somebody wins the one for me was gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I I mean, Danger Close with, um, is also yeah. a really good one. Yeah. I usually go with Danger Close like, is when you have the squirts Danger but you're Close. still out. Oh. <laughs> I oh well you could say midnight run. Oh, oh well. there you go, there you go. <laughs> I like I like dropping the um the the blood diamond or there will be blood. blood. <laughs> there will be blood. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that that's pretty uh, yeah yeah pretty holes um, yeah <laughs> what wait what was holes. that <laughs> hold big big <laughs> anyway, we could do a whole podcast yeah. just doing this yeah just we on, could anyway. we could okay. we literally could let's bullet point <laughs> yeah. this okay so um Bravo, so, uh, Delta holds up. Delta holds up. They're getting ready to defend yeah. and advance. They're ammoed up. They're going to hold long tan. Back mm-hmm. at HQ, yeah. uh, they finally get given the order that the APCs can roll out and they can go and relieve yeah. uh, Delta. And there's some 
politic bollocks happening in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they defy orders to go out. Which means again. that they're going to do something right. <laughs> Isn't exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the, the argument yeah. is they don't want to send the, the APCs out because once they leave, it's literally yes. one battalion of men to defend the entire the base of Nuidat, which if the VC yes. are going to attack, this is a terrible plan. So they're really, they're, they're rolling the dice on what which, the Viet Cong's yeah, plan is. It does make sense. Oh, they don't I can see where the guy's that, coming from. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, it's yeah. you know, they really paint him in a bad light, which going off what you've said, Jace. They do. Yeah. So anyway, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that was true though. Like maybe that was true. Like, I mean, the, the, from that interview that I read from, um, uh, what's his name? I, where was that interview? I have it in my notes. Uh, Noel Ford. Mm-hmm. He was the one that was very critical of, um, of Brigadier mm-hmm. David Jackson. So who was that role that basically said we can't send them out and all that kind of stuff. So, um, he was very critical, but at the same time, his character was right in the thick of it. So he's going to be like, oh yeah, very critical that's of that anything sense. that's going on. Now, like he's stuck in the yeah the middle of it the all. The other yeah. head guy, the one under um, Townsend. Yeah, is it Townsend? Yeah, yep. Lieutenant Colonel Townsend. Yeah, what yep. was his deal with the whole? Tank support and bring him back to back. be part of the. Yeah. He wanted to be part of the assault. He wanted to feel like I didn't you didn't even see him at the very end. Once they saved Delta, oh, they saved Delta. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's like, yeah. "We did a bloody good job, mate. It's you know, we we did good here." And you're like, "You he didn't, you didn't do anything." Screwed the pooch big time. All he wanted to do was yeah. so all he wanted to do was be the big hero that makes it to. The did you do any fact checking on that, Jason? Do you know how yeah. much of that I, is true? I didn't. I didn't actually look at him. Okay. I, I mainly looked at um, yeah, yeah, Richard it just, Roxborough. Yeah. It seems um, so character. odd how like that all went down, and that like why I was making the calls. I kind of believe that that's what happened. Whether or not like yeah, and the way like it's none of the actions that he does at this point are very justified. Makes you think. This actually happened, but they haven't talked to him and I, they haven't got anything from his side of the story to justify what he's done at this point. If that makes yeah. sense, because it's just one of those things. If he's still like, alive. If he's still alive or is. if somebody that knew him, yeah. like family member or something, they haven't talked to anyone to get that yeah. particular side of the story. And I just the way it was like, <clears throat> it seemed weirdly accurate to depict it the, the way they did, but also it yeah. didn't make logical sense and so because of those things it feels real <laughs> feels like it actually happened yeah and it was like one of those like bad choice like just random bad decisions that yeah you yeah. would make it, it might be just embellishment like yeah it, but yeah i i i didn't i felt like it was too much mm-hmm. to be real to be honest okay. like for me i thought i felt like his character just seemed too mm-hmm. too over the top mm. like yeah, I know. Bad, I just like if that makes he's sense. Very portrayed um, interestingly because, like, at some points he's defying yeah. and fighting with Richard Roxburgh, like with Brigadier Jackson. Yeah, and at points he's making yeah. pretty silly calls and calling tanks back to pick him up to take him yeah. to the front line for no reason. Yeah, which yeah, mm. other than 
yeah, his own sort of glory. Yeah. It seems that, and that's the way it's portrayed. It that is. you don't really know how those those events exactly went exactly. down. Yeah. Like maybe he was only like ten minutes away or something like that, or and whatever. If but, we um, don't have any information, like actual historical information to go off, it's really hard to tell. But anyway, to know what yeah exactly. what, what's yeah. true and what's not. definitely. But yeah, so they come in, save the day. Um, but unfortunately, um, uh. Daniel Weber, who plays um, the character of Large, which is a real person. Paul Large? Yeah, Large. Paul Large. Yeah, Paul Large. So, unfortunately, Paul Large does die, um, and he did die in real life, which is really sad because yeah. he was so young, mm-hmm. um, and that's just sort of like the reality of this whole situation. I didn't – I know that they were doing – they were setting that up. Yeah. Um, and because he's like just, I, the like – yeah. I guess second lead as well in this, and he has yeah, a definitely big story arc from drunk idiot yeah. at the start to yeah hero. Like um, even when all yeah. all his like his friend was freaking out, he's like, no, no, we're we're gonna be all right. We yeah. got this. The brave, yeah. but see what smart intelligence. I was thinking guy. that his his friend might die, mm. sort of thing. Yeah. but um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, no Grimes, but um, he. Yeah. I think the most so that's a really sobering thing was aspect because I, I watched it up like you know the end, end credits, watched it and just looked at all the photos and everything. But when at the very very end of the credits where they show, like you know this movie's in honor of the eighteen soldiers who fell, and mm-hmm. you look at their ages. Yeah. I think the oldest person there was twenty two. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and it's and it's so it's so full on because crazy. most of them were. Like they had to go, they they do it or they go to jail. Oh yeah, yep. kind of thing. Like it's like not to mention that's the options kind of thing. Picked a really oh like really impacting song to play it against that red gum. Mm. I was only yeah, nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to like yeah. in case people aren't too sure whether uh, war is you know a good thing or not. <laughs> yeah. We'll chuck that in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my goodness. So, I yeah, I really enjoyed this movie as a movie. Uh-huh. Um, like, like it, it's got some downsides as some things as a movie. It doesn't really go great, but knowing the story yeah. and that, I think, is so important sure. that um, that it kind of it did well. Makes it it honoured yes, yeah. it honoured what it was yeah. telling and it told it in a in a respectful manner from from a filmmaking yeah, perspective. Yeah. From a filmmaking perspective, there are a couple of um, story uh, pieces. Like, there, sorry, there is a couple of yeah. um, beats that do kind of step on the cliche line yeah. and yeah. feel very much like not inspired. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like a lot of it, you know, is like it feels historically accurate. And it feels pretty yeah. respectful to the guys that went through this. Yeah, totally. And yeah, there are some yeah. really intense moments in this scene in this film that for 30, really yeah, get you. Yeah. For thirty million, for thirty-five million, I think they did. Mm. It's kind of like, did you guys ever watch? And not to keep bringing bringing them up, but did you ever watch uh, Corridors Rush series? Stop bringing them up, jeez. It's on. It's on the. That. It's on their YouTube no, now. It's it's free yeah. now. Right? Yes. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't started and watching it, it yet. But yeah. I've watched it and it's really really good. But I, yeah. it has the exact same problem. It's like they had a budget and eighty percent of it is really really good. And yeah. there's a few things here and there yeah. that are like, oh, 
That right. looked weird. Yep. But yeah. overall, the story holds. But yep. and, then, and then in this case, you've got the story, you've got the history, mm-hmm. and you've got sort of the respect yep. that they're showing. And I think all of those features help yes. blur the lines of the sharpness that we expect mm-hmm. from a high-budget war film. Mm. Yeah. Um, and this, yeah. yeah, I think this delivers really well. I really like it. I also, it. I love- One thing- I yeah. I love sorry. how many sorry I I love how many practical effects are in this film. Oh my god! Bud, yeah, because yeah, it's great. If you think like yeah. you know the the easy, cheap like it's not not I'm not gonna say I shouldn't say easy because it's not easy, but the cheaper way to do things these days, and the more efficient way is to do it. You know, VFX blood yeah. like splatters and yeah. all that. Yeah, squibs. I mean, we've done that. Squibs <laughs> are time consuming. Squibs are. <laughs> Very, like they're pretty expensive. You need a lot more um, stuff to do them, but man, they're just so much more effective in a war <laughs> film. <laughs> there, oh yeah, there sure. was one scene though, yeah. Because yeah. when they start doing the big artillery strikes, I just like to watch the extras. What, yeah. Like yeah, watching a few sort of behind the scenes things. I'm like, I'm just gonna watch the extras and see what they do. And yeah. there's like one guy, and I was, I was so happy that I found him because yeah. one of the one of the explosions goes off kind of maybe like ten meters behind him. Yeah, and, and he he's jumps. Like, he's running in the middle. And he's like. Um, and then he hits the ground and then maybe it's like yes. a second after he hits the ground, it goes off. <laughs> like I, d- I so did much. actually, I did see that. I did see that. Like it was like, um, yeah, it was way too early. Yeah, Someone should have just oh, done, no. the, done oh, yeah. the Dave Fincher and just <laughs> cut him out and just yep. time him differently. Change yep. the timing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, they it's like a oh, day's worth of road over. Sure that <laughs> this, yeah. It was so yeah. funny. There is one shot though in this and it's a slow-mo shot where two explosions happen and like <gasps> yeah, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of this extra dude that just like he, yeah, he's he flips completely so covered. He's flips and he's covered in dirt. And it's like those explosions, those like, you know, yeah. they're like, they're actually well, it's all it's, it's all so like wire work as well. Yeah. So well it's and, like, and, and they're, they're um, petrol explosives, so they're not. Yeah, no. they're not. The shockwave isn't as big, and it's um, all like that, it's that's all, how you get that good and, fireball. Yeah, and it's not like it's actual like yeah. you know um, shrapnel and stuff going off from there. Exactly. It's like it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, exactly. It's not a one hundred five shell. But my goodness, yeah, exactly. it is a, it, like they're going off real close to it. It was like I don't <laughs> really think close. that's. I Those thought I didn't think you balls. could get stunt guys that close to explosions, yeah. but man, it's <laughs> one hold my beer. <laughs> one we're thing gonna put one that I really <laughs> yeah. we're gonna blow we're it gonna off. Bloodshot it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so stand on it. One this thing time. that I really enjoyed about this movie yeah. and I really liked about it was that they they kept the orientation of where everyone was. Yes, yeah. new like it was something that like you kind of lose. Mm-hmm. In some movies, mm-hmm. but in this, I felt like I always knew where everyone Especially was. Especially because there's like and four it helped. or five different parties and the screen direction is yeah, yeah. on point for most of it. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. good. So you, you're always sort of aware where they've got to get back yeah. to, where they're trying to get mm-hmm. to and all that kind of stuff. So like that just works in yeah. its favor. But um, out of birds, what do you guys give it? Dean, where, where does it land for I you? I enjoyed it. There are obviously, there are a few... Issues with it, story-wise, and a few, like, low-budget, you know, uh, like, dodgy effects poking in. But I reckon this is a three-and-a-half-bird movie for me. It's definitely worth yeah, checking out. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. What about cool. you guys? What about you, Paul? I thought it was uh, very, very respectful. It made me feel so patriotic many a times. Nice. Um, and I, I do yeah. like a good war movie, so I'm going to give it four. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Jace, wow. how about That's you? That's awesome. 
Um, I'm with Dean on this one. Mm-hmm. Three and a half for nice. me. Yep. Cool. I um I did enjoy mm-hmm. it, and it was nice to see like so many like sort of actors that I recognized uh-huh. from like even though they're strange yep. actors, yep. I'm like. I know who hmm. these people are. I, I remember you guys that just kind of got this ad for Optus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that uh, goes from the Optus. <laughs> you were in Pact of the Rafters. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure exactly. I brought a Slurpee off you. Right. So, um, are you guys happy that we chose to do this one over that other um, Warfield? Yes. I can't well, even yeah, remember midway, midway. <laughs> that we were yeah I mean it's not even Australian no. so it didn't really make sense <laughs> I mainly just wanted to watch it because it looks like trash so <laughs> I, I wanted to but we fulfilled just, our quota of, like, of yeah. trash oh, action trash. yeah next, we've got to give something yeah, that's true yeah <laughs> for sure yeah next week <laughs> next week, next week we'll it. be um reviewing Bloodshot oh, right? oh, yeah, that oh well. no oh damn yeah I'm Jeez. looking forward to watching that we've film we've actually recorded that Episode. Oh, you guys cut the veil so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but that's all right. That's we it. had him on a string. So you'll you'll listen to us next week on that episode. No spoilers. Which we've already recorded, but yesterday, yeah, yeah. no spoilers for that one. But so tonight was a nice relief. I'm gonna say. Yeah, if we say that, oh, we'll tomorrow we'll have a look at uh, Danger Close. Just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. roll with it. <laughs> Yeah. We're joking. You know that we've already watched it, it last week, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed Anzac Day and uh wherever you are in the world if you are celebrating Anzac really? Day, that is. But um yeah. Mm. You're wherever you are in the world, you're probably actually, yeah, isolated yep. like all of mm-hmm. us. Um, I'm super so bummed. I hope that we're isolated what? because last year I had my first taste of two up. <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh! I had so, so much fun. Oh my so, so much anyone, fun! Anyone that's listening in, um, so Two Up is a Gambling. game that's only legal on Anzac. Day. It's not actually. It is always oh, illegal. Really? It's not legal to play at all. But it's a massive really? dick move on the cops' behalf to arrest people for playing it on Anzac Day. Right. So, so they oh, turn like, a blind no eye. I always thought. I always they thought it was just like legal. On Anzac day. <laughs> like they turn wow. a blind eye. Exactly it, right. That makes more right, sense. Right. Like okay. I don't know. Like, that makes way I want to see yeah. the like the law that says oh. two up is only legal. So the on reason why it's so much year. fun <laughs> is because we're all like disobeying orders. Oh, right, right. Of course. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so we are being it's the Aussie wow, way. The Aussie um, way. So, so explain the game of two up. <laughs> okay. Anyone There's that, a couple that, of different that, ways that to play it, know. but mm-hmm. the way that yeah. I played it last year, and to me, this makes the most sense. There are three coins. I've never played it. Well, there's like three myself. coins on a paddle. I've, I've never okay. broken well, the rules. Well, let me explain yeah. it to you then. <laughs> there's three coins yeah. on a paddle, <laughs> and this game, it's it's a betting game. It's a gambling game, but it's all around honesty. So what you do is, whatever money you want to bet, you hold it above your head, and you say, you know, 20 on heads, then you tap your head or, you know, yeah. 20 tails. If someone you says, I'll butt? take that bet, whoever okay. is betting heads holds the money. Once mm-hmm. that's done, the announcer will say, head them up, spin it, or, you know, tail them up, spin it, throw the, throw the coins, basically. Someone will stand yeah, in yeah, the middle yeah. and throw the coins up and whatever is the majority of the, of the coin face, so it's either oh, going to be two heads okay. or whatever, or two yeah, tails, right. that is the winner. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, take, you collect your money off the person you just beat. 
and you go. And Hands that forth, is your day. Two up. Oh my God. It was, it's so much fun. It's fun when you're winning. Mm-hmm. And I, I did very <laughs> yeah. well last year. And I think that's why I had like, so much fun. Like any gambling. It's yes, fun, it's when, fun you when you're winning. Well, me and a buddy, me and a buddy <laughs> and drunk. We started It's at not 10. fun when you lose your family. <laughs> And that's right. <laughs> yeah, or your house. Just, yeah. Well, a friend of mine, the, my friend who showed me the game, like we went to a, we went to a pub. We were there all day. We started at ten. We you know we, yeah. we drunk all day, and we still came out two hundred bucks up. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we went in with a hundred wow. each, and we're like, "This is all we're going to spend." Well, you know, we try and still limit like, so we don't yeah. lose our families. Yeah. And um, <laughs> oh. yep. So yeah. I, was like, I don't and know. I've why got a story that rivals that one, yeah. but I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know why everyone disses <laughs> gambling. This is great. More people should try it. <laughs> so, gambling's awesome, guys. Yeah, like if you want money quickly, yeah, we don't. Just we gamble. don't. We're not advertising gambling, right? Like, like this is. Don't even do it responsibly. We, That's such a coward way. Get into it. <laughs> Stick in. That'd be a pussy. Irresponsible gambling <laughs> all the way. Paul, Paul um, does not reflect the views and opinions of those before. Yeah. I mean, it's not a gambling uh, problem yeah, if you're good at it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one says Superman has a flying problem. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you don't understand the complexities of gambling. I would not. I've never lost. We need to end this podcast. <laughs> If you like the show and you want to support the show and not Paul's gambling habits, Paul's gambling habits, guys. On not enabling Paul. Anything you give us is not. There's a hundred dollar tier and it all goes to my uh, my Anzac Day fund or the dogs. Oh my god. Maybe maybe don't support us on Patreon just in case. Maybe just write us reviews. Thank you. Please, yeah, just write us a review. If if you include that review of what you want me to bet on, I'll do it. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm, please, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm out. You're not oh, going to hear me. Yeah. I'm done. So, so we now um, need to yeah. legally we're, we're, include a hotline in the description of this. Yeah, <laughs> I think we actually. I think we do. We have to do that. I don't know whether we're bollocks. It's probably yeah. a good idea just to uh, do. Okay. <laughs> just give him my number. Just look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I bet you nobody calls. <laughs> hey, Paul, uh, I think I have a gambling problem. Oh, what are you betting on? Oh, I'm going to bet on this horse. No, don't uh, bet on that horse. You want this one. <laughs> you goose. That's your problem. Just, you're betting on the wrong you horse. You number and all you hear is just, <laughs> Do what you can. Do it. Drop it. Drop it. You want that multi? <laughs> right, I'm, now I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we're nerds before birds on all of those, except for Twitter, where we're nerds before bird. We do have a Patreon. Patreon. And it won't go to Paul's gambling. <laughs> it's Patreon.com/slash nerds before birds. You can yeah. contribute any amount, starting at a dollar a month, and that just helps us to keep the lights on. And and honestly, not not preferably a hundo. He's, yeah. <laughs> On heads. Um, <laughs> on that one heads. Head up, sweetheart. <laughs> so, yeah, um, where, where are we at? Um, Spotify. Uh, where am I at? Uh, yeah, we, we're on Spotify. We're on all the platforms now. Every single platform, I think, mm-hmm. that's out there. If there's an obscure platform that you listen to us on <laughs> and we're not on there for whatever reason, like if you're just using the RSS feed to listen to us, just let us know and we'll we'll try and oh get it on there legit. I yeah, bet you there isn't one we're on. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not on? I bet you we're, we're not on. I bet you we're on all of them. 
<laughs> I bet we're on a world. Uh, I'll yeah. put the Patreon money um, on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, carry on. Thank God. Um, so, yeah, uh, write us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on right now. Nice five-star review would really help us out. Just get exposure and share us with your friends if if you think that someone will Not this like episode. To listen to us. <laughs> yeah, maybe not this episode. Yeah. If, do Bloodshot. Apparently, that's going to be a good one. Bloodshot might be a good on, one. What? It might be. It might, it might, might, be. might be a good one. Next week's I just, one might just be Just double checking. Anyways, just double checking now. Yeah. We are definitely not on Ladbroke. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, I'll, I'll send you a link. <laughs> uh, okay. Call Michael. Uh, that's a buy from me. I, I don't encourage gambling. <laughs> <laughs> so, See you yeah, guys. Bye. Bye. Good luck out there, guys. Bet smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>